This is Ozarks at Large. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday. Later this month, we should start seeing those at-home COVID-19 test kits being delivered by the United States Postal Service. In addition to that, private insurance companies are now required to reimburse their members for the purchase of at-home tests they may buy at retail stores. What are the rules and regulations around the test from the insurance companies? I'm joined now by Ozarks at Large's Matthew Moore for the details. Hello, Matthew. Hi, Kyle. All right. Give us some insight. What can you tell us about insurance companies and these at-home tests? Right. So the Biden administration laid out that each individual will be able to be reimbursed for up to eight tests per month. Now, the tests from the federal government, the ones we get at covidtests.gov, that's just four for an entire household. And as of right now, it seems to be a one-time thing. The insurance companies, on the other hand, will cover eight tests per month per person. I spoke with Max Greenwood from Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, and here's what she says. So, you know, for a family of four, that would make them eligible for a total of 32 tests each each month. Is there an age restriction when we talk about, uh, you know, if we're talking about a child, say a six-month-old child, are they still able to get those tests? It is my understanding there is no age restriction. The only restriction I'm aware of is that those individuals that have Medicare Advantage policies are not included in this federal program. Okay, so a family of four can get 32 tests per month. Are there any restrictions on where you can get these tests? Well, not exactly, but some insurance providers have preferred pharmacies or retailers. I reached out to United Healthcare, and they shared that they do, in fact, have a few, including Walmart Pharmacy and Sam's Club Pharmacy, and they're looking to add more, they've said. If you purchase them at an in-store pharmacy counter and show your healthcare and pharmacy insurance card, you should be able to receive them at no out-of-pocket expense to you. Now, again, this is according to their website. We were not able to get anyone from United Healthcare to talk to us on the record at this time. And according to Greenwood from Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, they do not currently have those relationships with any pharmacies. Right now, if you walked into Walgreens or another pharmacy and showed your insurance card, they may not be set up to process it the way that we envision it being processed. When this is fully implemented, you will go in like you do for any prescription or any flu shot or anything else that's covered under your um, coverage policy. You show your card, you will get your test, and you will have no out-of-pocket costs. So what we are doing until everything is put into place is you go in, um, you purchase your tests, you hold on to your receipt, and then you go on to our website, and that will literally walk you through how to submit your receipt, submit your claim so that you can get reimbursed. Now, I think you and I both know that there's no such thing as a simple process when it comes to submitting something to insurance. But considering the typical red tape and HIPAA concerns surrounding most insurance-related claims, this doesn't seem to be overly cumbersome. All right, so when it comes to reimbursing the cost of these tests, I wonder, is there a price limit? Like, an insurance company isn't going to cover a test if you paid $50 for it, are they? <laughs> no, that doesn't seem to be the case with most of them. United Healthcare has said they will cover up to $12 for a test. 
When I asked Max about this, she says Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield does not have a max cost, but that these limits are in place for a good reason. And part of that, I think, is so you don't have, let's just say, bad actors flooding the marketplace with just astronomically priced tests. I mean, you know, no one wants to see a program that is meant to focus on diagnosing COVID-19, making it easier for folks to be careful, to be aware of their condition. No one wants to see that become, you know, a, a program of fraud and abuse by bad actors. All right. We are into the 23rd month of this pandemic. Do any of the folks on the insurance side worry that getting all of these tests out to people during the pandemic is now just a little too late? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I asked Max if she thought there had been too much emphasis put on getting people vaccinated up front instead of emphasizing testing first. And she essentially says hindsight is twenty twenty. I think to try to second guess, I think what we need to do is, is learn um, as, as we move forward. And sure, you know, um, should we, could we, you know, should have we done... I'm sure we could all assess things differently now that we're three years out, but I really don't think that that is going to be helpful. I think what we need to do is, I know the governor's talking about all the tests that are out there, but but from a, I can give you a personal anecdote. I've tried all week to pick up those tests and every place I go to, they're, they're gone yeah. and they're gone quickly. So, you know, I mean, I had one of our local libraries the other day tell me they were getting tests in at 4. By 4.30, they were out of them. So there is clearly a demand, which is, which is great. It is so good to see folks taking advantage of the great job that the governor and his team did in making sure that our state received. And the health department has been phenomenal. You know, they have been working behind the scenes to make sure that all of these things are coming to our state for people to have access to. If you had an opportunity to be the vaccine czar of the state of Arkansas, Uh what do you think? I would say no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I would say no, thank you. What can we, Max, what can we do to get more Arkansans vaccinated? What can we do that we haven't already done? I don't know. Um, I think, you know, you, you have community leaders talking to people in their community. You have religious leaders talking to their congregations. You have doctors talking to their patients. You have, I mean, you know, I, I don't see what we're not doing. I think part of the problem is that the amount of misinformation and disinformation was so, just so much, whether it was through social media or, or other avenues, that that was the message that people heard. And unfortunately, what is a very serious medical catastrophe that we're in, you know, that should be driven by science and should be driven by the medical experts, somehow, for all the wrong reasons, got wrapped up in politics. And I don't know how you unring that bell. 
I, I think the best we can hope for is that, you know, the scientific and the medical voices at some point become louder or at least more listened to than the the other voices that are out there. That was Max Greenwood from Blue Cross Blue Shield. Matthew Moore, a reporter and a producer for Ozarks at Large. Matthew, thank you so much. Thanks, Kyle.